people cannot pronounce my name correct. I am still referred to as Cillian, Sicilian, Gillian. Right, Cillian. Who the fuck is that guy? Right, Killian. Jesus Christ. How do you like my little setup, by the way? Let's go. Episode 24. Look, we've, we've zoomed in a little. We've gone for that up close and personal style. Uh, am I in the middle there? I think I can look. The lights are the lights really messing us up here. And I apologise to my viewers here, the listeners, you're unaffected, but the the viewers, the viewers. I know you're probably thinking, this guy, look at this amateur, doesn't even have a proper lighting setup. Guys, my lighting is the sunshine. The sunshine. And if that's, why I've to, that's why I've pulled the curtains. I had to draw the curtains. Um, because... Wait, when you draw the curtains, do you... Is draw only to open them or close them, I wonder? Ah. Why am I asking? Um... Yeah, so my, that's why I'm, when I do it at night time, obviously, it's not an issue. But now, and oh, fucking hell, hold on a minute, lads. Didn't I forget to turn the bloody lights on? Look at us now. Wow. What a difference that is. Okay, forget about whatever problems I was talking about there. Episode 24. Let's get going. Um, today, actually, some good news, fellas and ladies, on this International Women's Day, which everybody knows is on the 8th of March. Um, to all the women out there, keep being women, huh? Uh, oh, that's not a, that's not a, a dig at any, anyone changing. That's what I'm just saying. Oh, that could have been my first bit of controversy. Okay, episode 24. Sponsor time, guys. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by uh, Fairy Liquid. Um, Lemon, citrus. Uh, if you want to get a real good deep clean, fairy's your guy or lady. Didn't want to associate fairy liquid with ladies there, especially on Women's Day. God. Um, and also, Apple have decided to sponsor us again. So today's uh, uh, episode is, is brought to you by In Help with Apple because I'm using an Apple laptop. So I guess I can say that. Um, and today I will be powered by some matcha tea 
I don't know the brand name, so I can't I can't endorse them. Um, I've had a coffee, so I didn't want to have another coffee. So I went for some some of that green energy. Matcha tea, guys, get on it. Uh, right, I think we can start. We can we can start now, guys. Uh, episode twenty four. So again, again, I'm coming to you off the back of a a good victory with Jagalonia. Um. That's five five wins on the bounce after the break. Uh, which is unbelievable. It's brilliant. Um, we're on a great run. My position currently, I'm in the same position. I'm not uh, still coming off the bench, which is not what everyone wants. I mean, every player. You're not always wanting that, but... It's where I'm at. It's where I'm at. The team's winning. All's good. Morale is good. The dressing room's happy. Uh, so yeah, we just keep on. We keep on going. And so from the last game, can you hear the dishwasher there? <laughs> Come on. Bloody hell. Apologies. Um, where was I? Yeah, so uh, with me, it's still the same. Uh, just ah, so from the last game, we got our oh, come on dishwasher. From the last game, we got we can get now stats on distance and speed and everything. And I was looking at ours so. The last few games, it's, all, it's always been our players that are the fastest in the games. And it's been like 32, 32 and a half kilometers an hour. I don't, not sure if anyone's got 33 yet. Um, but that's kind of in my head now. I want to try and get that as high as I can. Because I said it yesterday on my Instagram. It's to dispel this myth or this rumor that I'm slow. I'm not slow, guys. I'm not extremely fast because um, upon looking at my speed, I decided to compare it to the, this year's Premier, Premiership's fastest players. And they're in like 36, 35, 36 km per hour. So I got, a, I got a bit more to go before I can call myself fast. So currently, I was on just over 32 which, like I said, it's not slow. It's not rapid, but it's not slow. So please, just think about that next time you call me slow. Um, this week we had some Champions League, some interesting Champions League games. I'm going to be honest, the Real Madrid PSG game I wasn't interested in because Neymar wasn't playing. Surely everyone was the same. If Neymar was playing, I think there would have been a lot more interest in that game. Uh, PSG were so disappointing. This is my serious analysis head on now. Uh, they were quite naive. Or maybe that was just compared to Real Madrid. Real Madrid had all the experience, which everyone was saying. And there's a reason everyone was saying it, because it's... Because it's so true. Um, 
Yeah, like even when kind of when they went two one down. No, maybe when they were losing one nil or one all. Anyway, just before Verratti got sent off, he kind of summed it up because like they were getting angry, frustrated with the referee, like almost looking for excuses or like that's kind of the easy way out always to go for the referee um, and you could see like just their body language everything was they kind of gave up uh, and you could see how I, you could see Thiago Silva Thiago Silva was pretty looked pretty angry with Verratti probably the older because then after they got the goal then you never know with 11 players uh, so yeah I thought they just played a little bit naively. Um, but Real were classic Real Madrid. No, a classic performance would have been Juventus last night. Now that was classic Juve. Classic old lady. Um, classic Chiellini and Buffon. Buffon. Um, even when they got... That was so good when they got up celebrating when he made a tackle or a block. It's like in the NFL. Lots of people take the piss out of players in the NFL. They, not take the piss, but they always hate it. When they see players celebrating like a tackle and they're like, oh, look at them, what are they doing? It's annoying, I hate seeing that. But then when the Italians do it, nah, everyone loves it, huh? Uh, so yeah, it was like, that's probably what it's like in the NFL. All they're there to do is to tackle. So... They should celebrate it, like Chiellini and Buffon were. Plus, they're probably getting massive bonuses for tackles and stuff, so that's, I'd say that's another good reason. Um, another football story this week. I have a few football stories here from, from, the past, from this past week, and one of them, which I'm sure I'm not the only one, was a little bit bemused by this. In fact, no, I know why. Because this thing of Henri, Thierry Henri getting linked with the Arsenal job is... For, it's never... I, I would be so surprised if that happened. But then I realised it seems to only be people from Sky, Sky Sports that are, <laughs> that are trying to push that. Because they want them out. I've cracked it, lads. That's why Sky are pushing it. They want them out. Ah, fuck. That's the match of tea at work there. I've cracked it. Sky want Henri out, so they're pushing him for the Arsenal job. Watch Sky bet. His odds will, he'll be one of the favourites to take over. Oh, I feel like a bloody genius. I've unearthed something. Arsenal gate. Skygate. Uh, yeah, but just... We all... Ah, who knows? Maybe his, maybe his coaching methods and coaching philosophies are, are different to what his analysis are. I certainly would hope so. Because, to be fair, he's the assistant of, at Belgium, so obviously knows something, but he's just not showing it in... In the, in the studio. Uh, also, another thing that caught my attention was Jermaine uh, Genus. Genus? Jermaine Genus? JJ. On 
I can't remember after what game, and he was talking about BT actually seem to do this every week. They'll have like a four or five minute little piece where the the guys are talking, and it's actually quite interesting a lot, a lot of the time. But this one, I I'm not sure if I got the message wrong where he was talking about his standards dropping from when he went from England to Newcastle, like almost blaming. I don't know if he was blaming going back, to, or I don't even think he said Newcastle. He said going back to his club team from England, where the standards dropped and his standards dropped. Uh, and then I realised, thus, if he's blaming the team, then that's his fault. He shouldn't let his standards drop. His standards should always be his whatever England international standards or whatever Champions League standards and then if he's dropping if he's letting other players dictate his standards then that's why he might he might end have got what he wanted so I don't know if that's what he was saying or maybe to be fair to him he was saying maybe that's his point was that he shouldn't have let his standards drop Um. So that was one. And the reason I'm talking about that is because that's something I've found out over the last whatever year or two. Two? Year or two, wow. That uh, since I've been like doing a lot on kind of the mental side of it, the sports psychology side of it, the, the mental coaching side of it, no, the mental being coached, um, that that was a massive thing not letting your standards go down if training like some days training for whatever reason players might be tired or I don't know might could be a few bad passes and a kind of you'll feel it go out go through the team it's almost like it's contagious but if you let that get you then you're going down to the standard down to that level whereas if you go, no matter if training's shit or it's slow or something bad's going on, you should totally separate yourself and kind of do everything to the best that you can do to your own, to your standards. Um, so that And that made a big difference for me in training. Because before I would have went down, I would be like, ugh, this is rubbish. And then you're kind of just going through the motions. But when you're, if things are going slow or if like there's a passing drill or a shooting drill that's whatever reason players are doing it a bit slower or not like to match pace I'd go down and do the same but then once I changed that it was a massive difference in my training and then when you train the way you play your game improves massively like I mean on match your match play yeah not in training you're actually like in games Will improve massively. <clears throat> um, so yeah, take from that what you will. Uh, so I don't know if I don't know if I caught what Jermaine Genus Genus said wrong. Um, if I did, then fair play to him. He's was what he said was good. Uh, moving on, moving on swiftly. Uh, I think that could be all of my football from me. I still have to get to the Facebook bit, so 
I'm going to go over some... I couldn't, I couldn't pick an enemy of the week, lads. So I came up with one that I was thinking of. Well, I've got... I've two or three here. And one of them is nothing to do with football. It's the Oscars. I don't know if anyone watched it or watched highlights. Or Normally, you'll always watch like the opening monologue from whoever's hosting it to see what they were saying. Rubbish, Jimmy Kimmel. Not that it was rubbish. I just think it was too safe. He was afraid to do anything. And it was just the whole thing looked boring. Uh, obviously, I didn't watch it all. But there was not really any talk about it or or anything. Um, so, yeah, come on. Pick it up. Uh Now my enemy of the week, so that's kind of that was something that was was bugging me, guys. And then I I posted the question to give me some ideas for an enemy of the week on the Mister Sherry Facebook page. So that's where you go if you want to get involved, guys. Uh, lots of people were saying, lots. Four people replied to it. Two said the referee from Tottenham. Uh, not really. Another, Richard Tobin, who has a few ideas that he's been floating about. Uh, he said Conte and Chelsea for the way they played against Man City. Now, I'm thinking of putting that into the unfair enemy of the week. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, I took what you gave me and I've attacked you with it. I've disarmed you. Uh, so I think Chelsea lost 1-0. 1-0? Let me make sure of that. I'm sure they only lost 1-0. And yes, it was... uh, Chelsea were poor. There's there's no lie. But they still could have got something from the game. Um, I think that's how good Man City are. Chelsea are a little bit behind now. But they had some chances when near the end of the game. Victor Moses had a pretty good chance. Remember when he shanked it wide? Uh, then I was, I was dying for them to score. Just to be like, there, the tactics worked. Um, so yeah, they were a little, that was a little bit in my mind to have that as the unfair enemy of the week because surely the players were following tactics, instructions, keep the score, not keep the score down, but just be tight, don't let them give up too many, too many chances and maybe nick something. Classic Italian, classic Italian manoeuvre, guys. Um, now... Another thing, which... Actually, no, I won't put this into my enemy of the week. I'll put this down with my planter-eating advice, my vegan-eating advice. Um, there, that's definitely all the all the stuff done. Oh, the, speaking of the Oscars, guys, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. His retirement letter, message, video, Oscar-winning retirement message he won an Oscar 
No, imagine that, being so good at basketball that your retirement is Oscar winning. That's crazy. And then that brought me to another thing. See how I'm linking everything together today? Um, I done a live Instagram yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday, guys. And one of the things was... I had a question from Stephen, Stephen from Ireland, as I like to call him, Mr. Hendo, Mr. Stephen Henderson, if you're listening or if you're watching. And his question was three dinner guests, or was it three dinner invites? We'll say dinner guests because the invites not, might not get taken up. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't just come up with three on the spot like that. So I was putting in a bit of thought to it. And so I've got Kobe, Kobe Bryant. I thought about Michael Jordan because he was my hero growing up. Um, I thought about, so the three basketball players I was thinking about or sports people was Michael Jordan, LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. And then I thought, it's got to be Kobe Bryant. Um but I do think LeBron is the best. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, so Kobe Bryant is one. Also, I know he'd bring some good wine. Uh, another one, I don't know if people will know about him. It's Theo Vaughn. Uh, T-H-E-O, T-O, Vaughn, V-O-N. Uh, and he's he's probably the funniest person to listen to right now and I think if I, if he came to my dinner the laughs would be endless um, so look him up you can watch some of his stuff you, yeah yeah I think you'll find him funny I was going to say you might it might not be your cup of tea but I suppose everyone really isn't can't be everyone's cup of tea, or else you're a mug. I like that one. Uh, and I have a free spot. I've got a free spot in my dinner table. Uh, and I can't think of who to bring. And it's not something I want to jump into. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep on it. And I'll maybe come up with someone. Or if you have ideas of... Let me know your three dinner guests. Great question, Stephen from Ireland. Stephen Henderson. A.K.A. Hendo. So thank you for that. That was a bloody brilliant uh, question. Um, I've had a lot of questions about the planter lifestyle. A.K.A. vegan. Going vegan. The difficulties of it. Um, and it is hard at the beginning, it is hard, but once, once you feel the benefits, for me, and I'm speaking only on my experience, once I started to feel the benefits of it, there wasn't any, I didn't f- have like difficulty in being like, oh, I'd really love some chocolate or eggs or meat or anything I've never like really craved craved them 
Only sometimes if I see people eating pizzas, then I'm kind of like, look at all that cheese, bruh. Look at all that cheese, bruh. And uh, so that question was from, again, I'm jumping over to the Facebook bit now. I'm just going to interlink, you know. And there's Richard Tobin again. My God. But good question. So he said he had two questions. I'll do the other. I'll do the first one after. So he said, "Did you find it difficult to get used to the planter diet in the first weeks and months?" So that's what I was talking about, and I think that it is probably the hardest because you don't know all the things that you can eat, and cutting out meat, milk, eggs, and stuff doesn't mean that you just go and replace them with everything has to be like tofu or seitan or tempa or like meat replacements because I don't really like them, first of all. So that was never a problem for me. But what it does do, it opens you to find out all about all the other different foods that you can replace the protein that everyone's obsessed with. So you got your lentils, your beans, um, they're massive um, with protein. Um, stick lentils in in place of mince for some dishes. Uh, you know, guys, it's, once you start doing it, you'll find out you'll know a lot more about food than you did before. Um, because you have to, kind of. Not, yeah, you do have to. Um, and that's what I was doing. So that's how I've done it. Um, and for me, the first like the first month, once you do, after three or four weeks, the difference you'll feel, you, you can't deny it. If you do it properly, there's no way you can deny the difference that you'll feel. And if you do, you're a bloody liar. You're a bloody liar. Uh, but I do have something to bring up and this isn't so much with planters I'd say this is more the vegans um, and it's something I don't know it's a bit it's a tricky subject to talk on because when when I see them posting up things about uh, cancer and saying how cancer or heart disease maybe heart yeah, but when they're talking about cancer that's something that's so big or like that will affect so many people and there's not like a hundred percent facts or true facts um or saying that by having a vegan diet you definitely won't get cancer or it'll cure cancer or things like this i don't really like saying that it can it can probably help Definitely, or reduce risks, but for something that so many people will have, like, maybe had close ones die from it, to say that to people, I think, is a bit, I don't really like it. Not my style. Um, so that's something that I don't really like about. But again, that's, I'm saying this, that's vegans, that's not us planters. <laughs> us planters, we think different, you know? Um, so that's uh, Richard Tobin's question over and done with, part one. Uh, 
is that all my I think that's what I had there about my planter, my vegan. Um Do you know what annoys me? <laughs> Again guys, I can interlink two things here in one point. Brilliant. Uh it's only taking me 24 episodes to really get the hang of this, to make it all flow, you know? Uh, and that's to do with Spotify and Apple Music or any, any other streaming device. Could be Tidal, could be SoundCloud, whatever you're into. Um, but do you find it much harder to come across new music? Or you just find yourself listening to the same music over and over all the time. Because I certainly do. Whereas before you'd go, you'd wait, someone would release a new album or or drop a mixtape, you know. You'd download it, listen to it, okay, go on. Or release a little single every now and again. But now everything's released on a Friday. And then Spotify tries to put together a playlist it thinks you like. You've no interest in half of the songs. And you just go, fuck this. Songs, all songs, shuffle. Uh, so I think they need to find out. and they need, they need to get a better algorithm in getting music that I like. Um, also, a little uh, tip for you. If you're on Spotify Premium, I think it's... Pre- I'd assume it's only on Premium. But the setting for us normal... It's normal, like, default setting is, I think, like, medium quality or normal quality streaming of your song. But if you change that in settings somewhere and have your streaming, like, higher, the quality, you can put the quality much higher, you'll notice a little difference if you're using good headphones. So all you sound nuts, if you didn't know that, now you know, bro. And brings me on to another point of music, listening to music. Listening to music with someone who doesn't know the song, but thinks they know the song and tries to sing the lyrics when they don't know the lyrics. And I hate it. I'm sitting there and I can hear someone trying to sing along to the song. I don't know if it's to make me think that, ah, cool, they know this song as well. Or, wow, that's impressive, they know about this song. They know all the words to this song. But in my head, I'm screaming, you don't know the words, stop singing, please. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, let me know, guys, let me know. Um, look, that's all of my stuff over and done with. Let me just, let me have a quick... Uh, I tell you what I've been slacking on Yoga I haven't been since before December No, since before the break So middle of December I need to get back I've been feeling it I've been feeling guilty I've been feeling a little tight And I need to get back From my mind as well guys Because I'm fucking glued to my phone I need to I keep saying every day I say right today I'm going to read a little I'm going to read a little Or before bed I'm going to read a little I'm going to read a little do I read a little? I read zero. Uh, and then I go to bed with guilt. I wake up with shame. And I spend the whole day in regret. 
So I'm going to start reading. I've committed. I've committed to it here on camera. On the, over the sound waves. I've committed. I'm going to read a little this week. <clears throat> and I'll report back with my findings. What I read about. Um, now, let's move on to some Facebook questions, shall we? We can close the book on, on that chapter. Uh, so I've covered, what have I covered? I've covered Richard Tobin twice. My God, that was like the Richard Tobin segment. Uh, so Polish, uh, Michal Borsuk, I hope I've said that right. I think it's Michał, Michał Borsuk. Situation with fans in Gliwice from last week. Who was guilty and what would have been the most respectful decision? So, for those of you that don't know, uh, there was a game in Poland last week where the home team was winning 1-0, I think, and fans from the away team, I think, done maybe rubbed some of the team's flags or something and put set them on fire. So then the home fans basically stormed out of the stands and went to go over to the to the away fans. So anyway, the police came on, game was abandoned. Uh, and I think the punishment was, so the game was awarded to this Gurnik, was awarded to them. So the home team, Gilvice, lost the game, obviously, that they were winning 1-0. Plus, I think they got a penalty of three points. So ultimately, they lost six points. Um, and they're down near, they're fighting like down near the bottom. So it's big, will affect them. Uh, but coming from Cyprus, where I thought lots of the punishments were very light for, I had what, like two games? Two, I played two games in Cyprus that got cancelled. Uh, loads of times it was getting stopped. Um, and the punishments were never really never really any heavy punishments so I don't know I think it's it is it's very harsh but I think getting a game abandoned is should be treated harshly so that's my thoughts on that hey Constanta Kyriakos Views on religion and the idea of God. I don't think I'm going to get into that right now. Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit deep. Maybe in the future we'll, we can cover that. I know, I know I'm 29 now. I'm more mature. I can speak on this, but not today. Uh, here's a good one. Nils Holgerson, again, a regular cont contributor. Has a few questions, guys. One, I uh, can't really ask. One, it's about me playing in the games if I'll, play, if I'll have more playing time. Uh, so I kind of covered that at the beginning. Uh, two, what do you think about this penalty in the match with Legia and Lech? So what happened was, he's saying it's divided the football community. Uh, so... And then his third question is about Real PSG. So I've covered that as well. I knew, I knew what was coming there. 
Um, so, about the, so, again, for people who don't know, Legia, Warsaw and Lech Poznan played last weekend. And there was a penalty given. It was one all. Legia got a penalty near the end of the game to win 2-1. And it was a very controversial penalty because the ball... It hit the defender's hand when the defender didn't really know anything about it, but it's clearly hit his hand in the box. Uh, it didn't stop a goal or it didn't, the ball wasn't going towards the goal or anything, but it was a clear handball. But unintentional, um, yeah, probably. So my thoughts on it are that it, I think it was one of those situations where it's 50-50. The referee, if he gives it, I'm thinking, okay, it's a handball. But if he didn't give it, I could also be like, yeah, okay, it wasn't really intentional. So it was a weird one. So I think either way, either way it was, either was acceptable for me, which is weird. Um, what astonished you most during your life abroad in Bulgaria, Cyprus and Poland from Damian Doroskiewicz? My pronunciation of Polish names is getting pretty, pretty good. I hope that was right. Uh, I kind of spoke about that last week, didn't I? Uh, so go, go have a listen. David Bielawski uh, asked about visit any place in Podlasi. Uh, I don't think so, because I don't know what that means or what that place is. Uh, Dylan Bohan. Biggest arsehole centre-half you've ever played against. No idea. Um, guys, I've got two more questions. One is from Ben Sibley. Again, regular contributor. Uh, so I don't know if there's a joke in here that I'm missing. What would you rather play? Underwater Monopoly or Naked Snooker? I don't know. Am I missing something here? Naked snooker, surely. Much easier. Kieran, this is a trick. This is a, sounds, looks Irish. Kieran Quail, but it's spelled Q-U-A-I-L-E. Kieran Quail, must be Quail. Plans for after football. The next Joe Rogan, coaching? I'm going to merge the two together and I'm going to coach people to become the next Joe Rogan. How about that, Kieran Quayle? No. Uh, no, I haven't really thought about it. A few ideas in my head, but they're going to stay in my head for now. Coaching, I've always said I can't really see myself being a coach, but I think the more you kind of, the older you get, you kind of think about things differently and you think about football differently. So who knows? But uh, right now, I'd be surprised if I did. Um, I've never like I've never thought of taking badges or anything. So uh, I think that's everyone. Darren Brett asked a a joke question. It's a joke. It's not serious. Looting situation in Bialystok during heavy snowstorms because there was looting. It was a little. There was some light looting in in Tala, Dublin. So that's a bit of a joke question, Darren. Guys, that's everyone. That's it all. That's all she wrote. 
Look, 40 minutes. Good God. Thank you for for being with me all this time. Um, until episode 25. Episode 25 will be a big one because it will be the, the quarter century episode. Guys, it's a big one. Um, the silver anniversary episode. That's what it'll be. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right. I better... Right, ladies. All you women listening on Women's Day. Woman's Day. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're watching this. Slán agus bloody bannocked. And guys, until episode 25 spread the word of this share it with people tell people go listen to mr sherry guys goodbye